0: You know you make me wanna Hello and welcome to Ship it Shout it, your product management and product marketing podcast. Today we are in episode 2 out of 3. We are now doing this mini series as you know, and this mini series is about D&D Dungeons and Dragons.
1: So we've been talking about delivery, no, discovery last time. Yes. Now we're talking about delivery. Now we're talking about delivery. Right.
0: Correct. For the delivery, we're talking about tone and style of the product. So mm-hmm. basically, how is the product presented? Right. A quick recap from last episode. We talked about, as Daniel said, discovery. That was mostly about the target audience. So your user and buyer personas. Plus, we talked about the evolution of the product. So you remember it has gone from being quite a niche game to, to a much broader audience now.
1: Right. Now we're talking delivery and so we are in the middle of shaping the products, building it, and also crafting the messaging and kind of copy exactly. that will be included in it. And as usual, the best place to start if you've got an existing products range is to ask, okay, where are we are we now? Where is yeah. the existing product range and how are we departing from that? Yeah. And so okay, so what's the current Tone and style of Dungeons & Dragons classic, as it were, Mm -hmm. um, is the question we uh, posed to ourselves. And it seems like from our discussions and from our research that one of the big elements they lean into is leaning into this idea of a fantasy and magical world. Yeah, Obviously, that comes through in the game itself. It's called Dungeons & Dragons. But even the peripheral products surrounding the game they make sure they echo this fantasy idea. So, for example, the blog that Wizards of the Coast, that's the the company that owns Dungeons & Dragons, their, their blog is called Unearthed Arcana, for mm-hmm. example. So, Dug Up Magical Objects Very is the cool. idea. <laughs> uh,
0: Unearthed Arcana sounds so much better than I think <laughs> dug, dug Up, up magical. magical Objects.
1: <laughs> they rejected my idea for the name <laughs> when I suggested it. Uh, and, uh, and Lucky the
0: po- you're the product manager. <laughs> oh, God.
1: I feel like there's a there's a theme here. <laughs> Uh, And their podcast for D&D is called Dragon Talk. Uh, What would
0: that be? (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, so... so, Lizards lizards Like fire-breathing lizard (laughs)
1: conversation. Uh, So, yeah, so they've really lent into this fantasy fantasy theme, right? Um, And I think you Mm -hmm. found a pretty good quote from the D&D website. Taken
0: straight from the website. Here we go, verbatim. The Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game is about storytelling... In worlds of swords and sorcery.
1: End quote. Nice. Obviously, the fantasy part, the the dungeons, dragons, swords, sorcery, it really comes through strongly there, right? Yes. Um, but I think another aspect that's just as important is what comes through in that quote about storytelling. So, you've got, it's a role-playing game about mm-hmm. storytelling, they said. Yeah. Yeah. It's this kind of idea of structured imagination-driven driven storytelling. So you're you're co-creating the game. You are mm-hmm. you are living out a sort of the fantasy idea, the fantasy world of your imagination. Mm-hmm. And so that's how the current tone is. Um, yeah. And then I guess the obvious next question is, what do you think? Does this going to work for our new product?
0: Yeah, and I think the answer is probably yes. Mm. I think. D and D has such a strong identity for their products sure. in terms of, like we said, leading into the fantasy world. It's relatively well known amongst many many people. So I, I think it's you know it's not just the people who have played D and D who know what it's about. So that it would almost be confusing to change the tone too much. Mm. I think. You've built this strong brand identity. Now is the time to really lean into that and reap the benefits from you having built this over the last what fifty years.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, Um, And it's sort of it's enough in the mainstream that even if you haven't played it, you I think I could mention it to my grandparents and they would have a sense of what it's about even.
0: Yeah. I mean, even just hearing Dungeons & Dragons... Um,
1: it sort of it tells its own... kind like, of
0: fantasy-ish. Yeah. Even if you don't really know that it's a it's a role-playing game or something like that. But I think that stands out. So yeah, I don't think that I would change the tone for our new product here. What I probably would change are just more little th- things. So I, I called them micro-level changes. right? And that kind of goes with what we talked about last episode uh, to make things a little bit less complicated, mm-hmm. simplify things a little bit. Maybe try to relate to ideas that more people are familiar with. So some examples that I've had are uh, reducing the the different races you can be. In, in D&D, there are some like fairly niche races that you probably haven't come across like a tiefling or a tabaxi and those kinds of things like you know i'm not talking about your elves or anything like that here i think that's still part of the the tone and the style like you're still in the fantasy realm mm-hmm. but you don't need those um like less common races i guess
1: You've got your vanilla fantasy, which is basically what I mapped <laughs> yeah. to kind of Lord of the Rings, yes. which is the, so mm-hmm. everyone's heard of elves and dwarves and like hobbits or what yeah. d has to call it halflings yeah. because copyright yeah. And yeah, yeah, deals. Yeah. But, and so that's kind of expected fantasy. Or Yeah,
0: exactly. And those are the races that people are like, yeah, of course, those are the fantasy races. But if I say tiefling, they're like, oh, okay. what?
1: And even if you explain, you're like you're you're like a half human, half devil, and it's like okay, you're <laughs> yeah. sort of you're already yeah. outside the realm of like expected fantasy somehow. Um, exactly. Yeah.
0: Then a few other of the micro level changes is again in the line of simplifying things. We talked about this last episode: fewer dice, um, simplified character sheets, all that kind of stuff. Very similar again to what um, wizards have done with the D and D for kids version.
1: Sure, and I mean. It's kind of interesting because we talked... Last time we talked about it from the mechanics perspective of like, Mm -hmm. okay, so use fewer dice. Yeah. As you said, have fewer races and so on. But it needs to then be echoed in the tone and style. Um, And so you should also not... Like, not only should they not be playable races, these other crazy ones, you Mm -hmm. shouldn't also have them interact with the party, really. Like, uh, ideally, it should be... The game should feel understandable... In its it entirety. Whole, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And also I think your your analogy of the D D for kids is a good one because it's it's not just that they simplify the mechanics, it's also in talking about, for example, the races and the the classes. Mm-hmm. They the D D classic goes into the quite heavy detail of like, okay, so you have a 17 armor class and you will mm-hmm. your fireball will do four D6 damage plus blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so it's very very detailed, very numbersy, whereas the d for kids stays at a very high level. It's yep. like you harness the powers of magic and can shoot fire from your hands. Mm-hmm. And so they stay at a very conceptual storytelling level mm-hmm. um, with the tone as well. And so the mechanics and the tone work together like that. And yeah. I think that will be what we'd, we'd want.
0: Exactly. I, I think you're exactly right. Those are kind of like two sides of one coin. Yeah. That, yeah. And so I think thinking through the the key message that should come from this it's really about this is something you will not have any trouble with like mm-hmm. this is this is very easy you can you can just play this um you know basically being like yep do you have an imagination yes <laughs> can you roll a die yes well perfect that's all you need
1: yeah sounds i mean i think that's that's pretty much right it's sort of interesting meta analysis here like as a product marketer is this where you'd start from is that idea of like shaping the core message the starting point, or do you think that's kind of emergent emergent behavior from from constructing your thinking around the whole product?
0: I think it's probably a back and like back and forth kind of thing. Right. You I don't think you necessarily would start with one thing locked in. Okay. And then you build the other thing. I think it's more like a shift and change and adapt um and you you want to clearly start with some idea sure which we did our idea was you know dnd for for seniors which we now have called dnd tales oh we have not <laughs> Maybe spoilers, is for, spoilers are 30 Goodness. seconds away hang on
1: put a pin <laughs> in that one
0: daniel's face <laughs> anyway we started with this general idea and then we've we've wanted to build the message around it, build the product around it. Basically, we've gone through this, doing this ourselves as well. It was kind of a back and forth. So I think that's more it, unless you have very clear, strict instructions along something.
1: Sure. I just thought your summary of like the key message being, you can get into this easily is a nice, you've distilled really nicely, I Mm -hmm. guess, what all of the different copy, all of the different tone and style should come back to this core message of, Easy to access, yeah. easy to get into. Yeah. So.
0: Which I think, to be fair, was in the our D&D for Seniors hidden behind that.
1: Sure. But like verbalizing anyway, it, yeah. I think. I mean, I, I feel like this is a good product marketing technique of mm-hmm. really making explicit, okay, however we're messaging this it should all feed into this core idea. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. Yeah. Okay, now that you've spoiled, now that you've, you've laid some... <laughs> I'm sorry. so sorry. That's right. No, it was a teaser. Um. <laughs> yeah, of course, of
0: course. No spoiler. It was a teaser. It <laughs> was a
1: teaser. Uh, so, you
0: what? <laughs> we wanted
1: to talk about... Like how do we how do we talk about how do we name this new product? Because yeah. I mean listen, as you've heard us talking about it as D and D for seniors as this kind of convenient shorthand. Yeah. Uh, but obviously
0: Well, yeah, as as our conversation went on and we kept calling it D D for seniors, every single time we were kind of like, ah, we would not call it that. No. That's just it's, we just call it that like for condes- convenience. Yes, but it's
1: condescending and it like, it, it was, I think it was affecting how we thought of it too much too. At some point yeah. I realized we, we had completely pigeonholed it as just being for our grandparents.
0: Exactly. Whereas I think that's not necessarily true. And again, coming back to that key message, I guess the thing is that it's, it's meant to be a DD and that is easy to get into. It's that not doesn't have to for be for old
1: people. For like, the older
0: generation. No. no. Exactly. So we've we've kind of been brainstorming some names. Um...
1: (laughs) Well, so just just to keep just to draw out the point a little, like to to, to emphasize your point just now, we wanted to focus on the use case rather than on the demographic. It's it's this is a more accessible, easier to get into D and D.
0: Exactly. um,
1: That'll make it. Quicker and easier to get to the fun, get to the storytelling. Not, mm-hmm. not. It's not dumbed down. It's not for old people. It's not. It's. It's not anything like this. It's, exactly. It's quicker to have the fun of telling a story, and so that's what yeah. kind of shaped our thinking about the names. Exactly.
0: So we went from anything like starting off, of course, with D and D for seniors. We went to something like D and D Light.
1: But that also felt which, a little condescending, or like kind of.
0: It felt like there's something D&D missing. Yeah. Somehow, yeah, yeah, exactly. We went on to D and D story mode, which I um, quite liked.
1: Yeah, I mean this this seemed kind of cool. I, I, I sort of went back to th- something like D and D of the Third Age, but I think it's got still the same problem yeah. of being.
0: It sounds a bit nicer than seniors. Sure. But it's, it's still, still though, it's right? still yeah it's still focusing on our demographic much yeah. more so than the use case
1: exactly and
0: so yeah D and D tales was a nice one I think because it refers back to the the fantasy realm a little mm. bit it it gets to the point of it being more about the story than the mechanics so. That's the best one we have for now. (laughs) And I
1: mean, I I think this is the sort of thing that you could spend a a while brainstorming and it's a pretty important thing. Naming naming is super important.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I... I that's why I'm saying like this is the best we have for now. <laughs> exactly. If you'd like, to, if you have <laughs> Wait any for ideas, the third <laughs> well, yeah. If you have
1: any ideas, we'd love to hear them. Send us an, send us an email. Send us a, a comment on uh, on the blog because uh, I think crowdsourcing this is also a pretty yeah useful for technique sure,
0: for sure. And I guess just a just a really quick one um, to go with that as well. So we've been also calling the the children's version DD for kids, which is actually not at all what it's called. No. So I think um wizards have also had probably the same idea yes. as us. They didn't want to just call it DD for kids, but they actually called it Young Adventurer's Guide.
1: Yeah. And so they even that, like they they emphasize the demographic aspect yeah. of it, which I think is okay in this case because that product really is for kids. Like it's it's Mm -hmm. the tone the language the themes they like they they shy completely away from too much violence or sex or anything like this and and really play up the the fun and the adventure and so i think that's okay but it's much more like as a as a 10 year old as an eight year old i'm a young adventurer adventurer. i'm not a kid i'm a young adventurer adventurer. yeah exactly exactly you got a sword um it sells it much better for sure yeah yeah And like, I guess the transition then is, okay, so we've got these young adventurers, we've got the normal level adventurers, now we've got these (laughs) D&D Tales players. Um, So these D&D Tales players, be they they retirees or be they just people who don't want to read 600 pages of the rule books, Mm -hmm. do you think this user group is going to be welcomed into the existing community or more broadly, how does the new... How does this new user group fit in with the existing user groups? Like what's the crossover? How much do we want to encourage Mm -hmm. crossover versus kind of keep them separate? Any thoughts?
0: Well, just from my experience and also thinking through this a little bit, I think people who play D&D tend to be excited when others are also playing Mm D&D. So it doesn't seem like there's kind of barriers to really enter that community or anything like that. And I think that's also partly just because you when you play D, you play it your way kind of. So you have your small group of friends and you play D in the way that you want to play D. So for us we we play the, the the normal version, the you know medium version, whatever we wanna call it D <laughs> classic, sure. sure. <laughs> um and I'm sure that we play it very differently to other people. Yeah. So I think for for us, especially for me, the focus is much more on the storytelling and the the like combined storytelling. I really like being together with friends and just making it up as we go and mm. everyone contributes their part of the story, right? Yeah. I'm sure there are other people who really like to focus on the fighting and the rules and all that. And I think then there are other people who really like to... Get into the the character role playing quite mm-hmm. a lot, so for example i 'm not someone who ever speaks in that character 's voice. I find that very strange, and I think I, I I enjoy when other people do it. I think it's just for me there's <laughs> i don 't know why I just find it i can 't do it <laughs> but I think for some people that's really important, and so that 's how they play you know so I think it's one of those i don 't really see a problem welcoming a new group of people into the D&D community just because there are so many different subgroups already and everyone's kind of their own little subgroup and all that so
1: and they can kind of exist harmoniously really yeah. like we've been in groups where other players have enjoyed speaking in character for example or with mm-hmm. people who are much more into the sort of optimizing their character and really yeah. making sure they are completely can absolutely annihilate enemies with one swing of their sword yeah. and this this works fine. Uh so yeah, I guess the D&D world already is fairly inclusive and then we'd want to make sure to continue that tradition of inclusivity mm-hmm. and make sure that this new new group can be can be welcomed in and sort of seamlessly integrated, right?
0: Yeah, and I think that's also where the product comes back in and where we'd want to in terms of the the messaging really highlight that D D tales is something that, you know, can be plugged into D D Classic as well. And that it is a standalone experience, sure, but you can also put it together with D and D Classic, for example, to to play together or something like that.
1: Yeah, so I guess it's very we want the whole universe to be a modular experience where you can come and go between these different parts. It's not a, you don't have to pick your faction and then you're yeah. stuck with it forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Once again, if we had a whole lot more time and a whole lot more resources, mm-hmm. this is where obviously as a product manager and a product marketer, we'd obvi- we'd do some user research mm-hmm. and go speak to people from both from the existing user groups, the loyal D&D fans who currently exist. Yeah. And also... The, the new user group, the ones who want much more of the storytelling experience and understand. Yeah. So how important is it to you that you could transition in and out yep. of this new product? How how much do you imagine you would want to enter the wider d d community versus mm-hmm. just stay within your team or your, your party and so on? Mm-hmm. So obviously, a whole lot of user research would need to inform this, but I think... What we've just done today, this kind of armchair theorizing, yep. is the important first step. Like we now have a theory to go and test with the user mm-hmm. research. If we if we were to go and do the user research,
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Once again, that's that's been our little take on this part of the mm-hmm. details product development. So this has been the kind of delivery step, delivery stage. So we now have, or we would have, a <laughs> yep. product that's been developed, has the nice messaging around it, has the copy, has the tone and the style. Mm-hmm. And then up next, I guess we're ready to launch this thing, yeah, right? Yeah, well,
0: that's the us thing is the launch party.
1: Yeah, so that's the next episode. So what we what are we talking about then?
0: So next episode is all about demos, product demos. How would we demo D&D for seniors? Mm-hmm. D&D, well, D&D Tales. d
1: Tales, exactly. Definitely um, would
0: not say D&D seniors.
1: No, we're going to have to trade you a bit more before we send you out. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've said it too many times Yeah, so. Yeah, so... We'll hear about demoing the product, but we'll also talk about how it will fit into the sales funnel.
1: Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, so good, good bit of uh, bring it back to the business goals and, and exactly. how we, how we make, make enough money to uh, keep our team in <laughs> existence
0: keep, and keep producing new DD products. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Cool. Yeah, that brings us to the end. So, as always, you will find interesting links in our blog post um, on the website. That's it from us. We'll see you, hear you again. Next week
1: for launch and demos. That's Take, right. Talk to you then. Right. Bye.
0: Bye.